Welcome to the Scalable Marketing Machine Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Hadra, marketing consultant for female founders and creator of the Scalable Marketing Machine Accelerator. I've helped dozens of women grow and scale their businesses from six to seven figures and beyond, helping founders like you to implement my proven growth system that focuses on brand communication, marketing strategy, building your lean team, and leadership. On this podcast, we talk all about what it takes to get to the next level in marketing and in life, focusing on practical, tactical advice that will help you grow your business and explode your revenue. Are you ready to learn? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Scalable Marketing Machine podcast. Victoria here, as always, your host, talking all things marketing. And today we're talking about how to level up your marketing. I talk so much about how do we implement systems and how do we you know, grow our marketing teams. But in order to really get true production out of our marketing efforts, there comes a time that we need to move on from this philosophy of progress over perfection and start to develop some of the habits of perfectionist people. And I'll explain, okay, because I have been a huge fan and I love Marie Forleo and she's the one that first introduced me to this idea of progress over perfection. And when you're first starting your business, that is absolutely the philosophy you should live by. And honestly, I've been doing this podcast now for about maybe like four years, I tell you, just churning out every single day, uh, every single week content. And I haven't you know, I've just been getting it done to get it done. And that habit, establishing that habit has been so incredibly important for me just as a busy mom and, and with different sides of my business. This has always been so important. I wanted to get it out. And I'm so, so happy that I have because I've reached a lot of people through the podcast. I've been able to make some wonderful connections and even some and, you know, gain clients and uh, new members into the accelerator. So it's been so fruitful for me and I love it. But what I can tell you is there's an absolute difference between someone that's doing a podcast and the results that I get from me just kind of pushing it out just to get it out because it's this impulse, it's this habit and I love it. It's quite a difference between what I'm doing versus someone that has millions of downloads in their podcast. And I've had the pleasure of working with founders that have podcasts that have over a million downloads. And there's one key difference, and I'm using podcasts as an example, but we're going to go into how this kind of filters into all of the areas of marketing. But when you're functioning at that level with, with a podcast, the level of detail, the nuance, the attention that is paid to getting the titles just right and make sure all of the descriptions are optimized for SEO and optimizing the times when the podcast is released and optimizing the way in which you communicate the release of the podcast through all of the channels is so measured. And there's teams behind uh, a podcast of that magnitude that whole job is to make sure that these things are done properly. Now, when we're first starting, starting out in businesses or growing things like a podcast, right? Maybe we don't have all of the resources to throw at a podcast episode in order to get those kind of results. And that's where, again, in the beginning, progress over perfection is 
so key in lighting that fire and starting that fire and getting a really big project or dream off the ground. However, when you've reached the point in your business where you have some traction, where you have sort of been at it for a while, I really believe that you need to consider leveling up your expectations, kind of taking on this persona of a perfectionist. And I'm going through this right now while I'm talking about it with you because it's something that I've realized I need to do in my own life. And it's not easy. I'm a person that's like extremely easygoing. I pride myself on being very easygoing. And I'm a, such a people first leader. If you listen to my episode a couple of weeks ago where I talked about types of leadership, I'm absolutely a democratic leader. And I love, I love, deeply love people. And I love teaching people and fostering um, the growth of my team members, like all of the teams that I've ever created and the founders I work with, which is a beautiful thing. But I can tell you with absolute certainty that founders that I've had the pleasure of working with that are seven, eight, nine figure founders, we're talking multiple billion dollar founders that I've had the pleasure of working on their teams. There is a common thread through these incredible achievers versus folks that are always kind of struggling and never kind of cracking that code on success. And it is, it can be boiled down to one concept, which is having high standards. Now, in last week's episode, I kind of dug into a little bit, um, especially in my, my newsletter, uh, about people pleasing, because it is something that plagues a lot of female founders, a lot of female entrepreneurs, um, and, and, and entrepreneurs, right, women that are sort of in that corporate ladder, this idea of people-pleasing, I really believe is at the crux and the center of perhaps like a, and an, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost like an aversion, an aversion to getting something to be a better quality, um, because if we want to level up the quality of our marketing, for example, or anything that any of our teams doing in any aspect of the business, it means that maybe we need to be a little bit of a pain in the ass, right? It means that we need to be tough. It means that we need to not accept, you know, poor performance and not accept poor quality of work. But what usually happens and I've fallen victim to this myself, and it's something that I'm working on right now is that you know accepting work that is maybe not as good as you would want it to be or as good as it could be it really just keeps us all sort of stuck in the same spot and i'm going to i'm going to let's let's dig into some more examples because again my whole philosophy what i teach like the core of that strategy which is the scalable marketing machine and i teach it in my my year-long accelerator program called the Scalable Marketing Machine Accelerator. And you can learn all about that at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I, so ugly with an I, uglyventures.com backslash accelerator. You can learn all about it. But the core of that philosophy is setting up your, the really setting the foundation for your marketing. And that's in terms of brand and marketing strategy, really setting up your 
the proper team that you need, okay, and building out all of your systems, and then really putting some practical systems in place also to lead that team to success. And it's the, the framework is built there as like a plug and play. So you can set this up. This is how your marketing department should be. And once all of those legs are on the table, right, that foundation is laid. And this is something I try to communicate to people a lot. And I don't think I don't think it's easy to understand, but once you lay that foundation, right, you've got sort of the right people on the bus, you've got your right strategy in place for brand and, and marketing, and you set up those systems and the funnels and all of those things. What most of us do is then try to start executing a bunch of extra shit. We just want to keep doing more creative ideas. And we want to like try exper- experimenting with different like Maybe we make different products and we, we just keep like on this train of creation. But what we really need to be doing, and it's not exciting or sexy, is just improving the quality of every single piece of the marketing system we put into place. Because when you get into a certain level where you have millions of followers or a millions of people on your email list or millions of downloads of a podcast... I can assure you that that is because the pieces of the marketing strategy have been consistently executed and improved upon over years. And that is like A-B testing subject lines, constantly improving the quality of your emails that go out and moving people to action and improving click-through rates. You know, if you're trying to grow your social platforms, for example, step one is making sure you're posting every day, for example, right? Just get it out. But in order to be growing your followership and your fan base, that that content needs to get better and better and better and better. Like you need to get better. Because when you get better, the value of what you're putting out into the world attracts more people. It converts more people. It gets more people excited to work with you or to buy your product, right? There comes a point where, you know, getting it done is not good enough, And I don't think a lot of us want to hear that because it's hard work. And when you look at it from this perspective, that's why you can understand it's even more important to be focused. And that's a huge challenge that we have in marketing because there's always a lot of really exciting like ideas to chase. And marketers and founders that are working in marketing and sales, we're so creative, right? And so there's constantly new ideas that are coming into our, like, into our line of vision that we want to try out. And we, and we have FOMO. We have a lot of FOMO, too, when it comes to marketing, right? But what, from my observations and what I've seen in my own experiences is that it's doing the small amount of things really well. But practically what that means is, honestly, over years, like getting to be the best that you could be with your nurture emails and your weekly emails, getting the best that you could be with your social media content, right? If you're running ads, like make the best ads that exist on the internet for your particular vertical, for example. We need to constantly be getting better, but we don't give ourselves the time to do that because we're always chasing the next thing, building a new funnel, building another lead magnet, forging a different partnership, Um, trying a new social media channel, opening up a new ads channel. We don't give ourselves enough time to 
really become masters at one or two things. And you hear it all the time, right? It's kind of like you could be spreading yourself really thin, be on all social media platforms, for instance, um, but not get good production out of any of them because you're just spread yourself too thin. You're not focused solely on the specific tactics and strategies to grow any one of those programs. Because even if you have like a, a supportive team, it's not realistic for, you know, unless you have a big team that's dedicated to each one of those marketing initiatives to be solely focused on making it as perfect as it can be, you're just not going to get the benefits, the production, um, the real like ROI and any of those things. And this applies to any kind of marketing tactic that you can employ. So how do you begin to kind of like shift, shift your way of thinking around what it is to be up to, 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 to what do you do if you want to raise your standards? That's really the question. And so I've been pondering this because I'm in this process. And the first most obvious thing that comes to mind for me is time. So the reason why we don't work on making our, you know, anything that we produce higher quality is usually because we don't give it the time it needs to do a really good job. Often we're moving like so fast and we're getting things done just to get done that we don't give ourselves time to improve quality. I'll give you an example, like one example that I've um, recently implemented with one of the teams that I'm working with, one of the founders that I'm working with. And she was really concerned about improving the quality of her Instagram. Like she's has a lot of production from Instagram like in the past and recently just it has not been as fruitful as it was in the past, right? And so one of the problems that we identified was that like the content calendars and all the content, it was always very last minute. And again, when things are done last minute and you're kind of on fire to always get things done, you don't have the 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 room, the flexibility, all of this stuff to actually put that creative juice, the ideas, the effort, the attention into making something great. So what what I helped her implement, what we did was having the email marketer and the social media manager be creating their content a full month in advance. Actually, to be more precise, a month and two weeks in advance. And yes, there are some downsides to doing things that much in advance. First, I want to say it is possible because I think people are probably gasping listening to this. Like, um, It is possible to work that far in advance. Um, but as we get closer to the release of that content, we have like the brain power, we have the time to create things that are more like in the moment, right? Because with social media, yes, you can plan out your social media, but if there's like a Taylor Swift meme or a Taylor Swift gif or whatever Taylor Swift thing is happening on social media, you better jump on the train, right? And make sure that you have some content that's fresh and timely, right? But I'd rather just one or two things having to be executed last minute that are really on trend, that are really on time when it comes to content, 
rather than having like the whole process be completely on fire and stressful, right? Needing like approvals last minute, all this stuff. Same goes for email marketing. And when you have, you know, when you have like stuff ready to go to fall back on, then you get all of this space to be more creative, to improve on all of the things that you have done. So when, when with this particular team I'm talking about, we implemented, okay, we've got this content in advance. We're going to meet, we're going to discuss it. We're going to figure out how to improve it. And at that content review meeting afterwards, they are given kind of their marching orders on how they can improve all the content that exists and how they can fill in some of the gaps. And they have time to do it, right? And so you can, you can see how implementing something like that is going to up-level everything that is being produced by the team because they have, they've got room. They've got room to breathe, to be creative, to pursue, to learn different strategies, right? And you want to give your team the bandwidth to be able to be constantly improving their craft and you as well. And so I can see that in my own life, right, the things that I, that I do within my own team inside Ugly Ventures, that I've been constantly fighting against. And it's really hard to, to get those, those habits, right? But it is to give myself the time in my calendar to review things like, you know, my weekly email. Make sure that I'm reviewing it and I am, you know, not just like checking it for typos, but looking at it a lens of saying, is this compelling? Would someone want to read this? Does it have some personal anecdote that's going to make people feel connected? Same with the social media, right? And what happens when you're kind of thinking in that way, it spills over to other areas, right? Now, I constantly, of course, I'm thinking of like really interesting like campaign ideas and really interesting strategy ideas. But unless you give yourself the time to implement those things, those things never happen. And I think that's a state where a lot of us function from. And that's why getting the handle on your calendar and making sure that you have allocated proper time to get those really most important needle moving tasks done for you is essential. And it is a struggle because things change and flow or whatever. So What I have found to be really useful for me is to lay out the calendar as best as I can and then stay fluid when things change. Because I I used to get like kind of a mini depression when I set up my beautiful schedule and then things change. Like meetings get canceled and rescheduled. Uh, People need last minute, like people need support that you didn't have in your calendar originally or kids come home sick, right? Life happens. So your schedule is never going to be perfect. But you want to make sure that you're not overbooking yourself every single day so that the week ends and that there's a ton that are still left on your to-do list or even worse, that those big needle movers just did not get done. So an action item that I would invite you to join me in is to continue, because for me it's a continuation, um, to really pay attention to your schedule and make sure that you give yourself enough time to do reviews of the work that your team's producing. So if you have your social media manager, you have a copywriter, make sure that you have the time to look over that stuff and make sure that it's up to standards. And if it's not, don't be scared to ping it back to people and 
Make them put the time in to keep improving it. Because in the end, they're going to up-level themselves and then the business is going to benefit. And in the same vein, make sure that you have time to look at the data. Because your objective opinion is, well, sorry, your subjective opinion of whether something is good or not, right, in terms of content, it's just that, it's subjective. The data is going to give you very objective feedback on whether something's working and or not working. And it takes a lot of time to look at those numbers and digest it. And I'm going to leave you with like one other tip that I have found myself falling into a lot, which is like I have to be very conscious to pull myself out of, which is, you know, this review of the quality of work is important, but giving time to dig into the data as a founder or as a marketing director, it's not a, I used to think like, hey, it's like a 10 minute, 20 minute kind of check in with the, with the data. And honestly, like for me, I think that it always is much longer because you kind of start pulling the thread to understand why numbers are the way that they are. And this pulling of the thread process is extremely, extremely important. I'll give you one more example uh, from real life, which is about data. So every single week for any founders that I work with or inside our accelerator, we're always looking at our goals, checking in with our goals and checking in with our, you know, with our numbers, right? And with our data, like our marketing scorecards. And on the surface, you can look at the numbers. And if something looks like a little funny or not, uh, you know, a lot of times we don't really spend the time to double click on, on different metrics, right? But spending the time to double click on the metrics often can lead to fixing some problems. So just last week with one of the founders that I work with, we noticed that the conversion rate was like unusually low on one of the landing pages, right? And so we checked out the landing page, everything looked fine, blah, blah, because when you're doing things quickly, you could miss stuff, right? But then we took the time to clear the cookies and then we saw what the landing page was really showing up live and discovered that one of the intake forms was not, uh, was like one of the links were broken. But it took the time to kind of review the data, kind of double click on a number and say, why is that? I don't know. To go check out where the number came from, experience something for yourself. Okay, everything looks fine. And then go through the clearing the cookies to see the page again in order to really understand what was happening. And that stuff takes time. And I think that we often think that this, these things are so quick and they're not. And so we pile our schedules with like meeting after meeting after meeting. And we don't give ourselves time to do like the essential work that's going to move the needle, which is the quality of everything that's going out and the results, making sure that that content, that those marketing tactics are getting the results we want and need. So I hope I gave you some food for thought. If you have any other way to wrangle your schedule and make sure that you're blocking time properly and, and arranging your week well as a CEO and as a leader in your business, please let me know because I love eating up that stuff. That is stuff that I'm really interested in. Um, so DM me on LinkedIn, give me your tips and tricks. And I, I hope that you take some time to level up. And the first step in leveling that in leveling up is the mindset and just believing that you deserve 
You deserve to have a business that is seven or eight figures if you want to. You deserve to have a podcast with a million downloads if you want to. You deserve all of it and more. So don't stop yourself from achieving those, uh, those goals because you're afraid of hurting someone's feelings or having to find someone new to help you execute on things or saying no to some you know, meetings that uh, in exchange for spending some more time on these high level things, right? Of improving the quality and really making sure that those metrics and that data is moving in the right direction. So have a wonderful week. And until I see you back here next time, I just encourage you, keep going, keep raising that bar. See you back here next week. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week 